it's Amy. Welcome back to Sips of Sunshine Coronavirus Edition. Today is Friday, May 1st. Um, we are probably all wrapping up around our sixth week of quarantine. Um, I think in some places of the country, they're slowly going to start to reopen. Um, not really sure exactly what that's going to look like, but here in New York, we're still very much on lockdown. They call it pause, which is like a much nicer word than lockdown. Until I think mid-May and um, and then we'll just see from there. I have no idea how it's going to go. I do know that we have flattened the curve. Um, hospitalizations are down. Deaths are down. So that's really good. Um, the numbers are still pretty high, though. I want to say two days ago. It was still in like the high 300s, maybe, I don't know if I'm quoting that right, a number of deaths in one day. So that's still entirely too many deaths. Um, uh, any death is too many deaths. So so we're still in it, but it's May, and uh, wherever you are, I really hope you have sunshine. I think that makes a big difference. It has been gloomy in New York, and even, you know, when you're inside, just having the sunshine in the windows or... Being able to open a window makes such a difference, um, and being able to go outside with a face mask on and just walk around in the sun is nice. That we've, Sweet Willow, my dog, we've gone on two of our morning walks in the rain yesterday and today. Um, it's not a good look, but we're doing it, and um, we have a sunny week ahead, which is kind of a double-edged sword here in New York. They, it's actually good when the weather's bad because everyone fully stays inside, um, which is good because that helps flatten the curve. And when we, you know, when the sun is out, more people are out, but um, nothing we can do about weather. So we're getting there, you guys. I think we are getting there. I think the other uh, side of this that um, everyone is aware of, but we're not talking about a ton yet, is like this isn't going to be like a flip of a switch. We have a very, very long tail ahead of us of a, a world with coronavirus. Um, I've been trying really hard not to use the term like post-coronavirus. I, I do. I think we could be post-pandemic, which is, you know, different than being post-coronavirus. I think the, the event of a pandemic can have, um, you know, an end or a softening point, but the you know, and then the ongoing, the just, the ongoing world we live in, where I think these um, super viruses will continue to be something, and um, just how close we all are, and how much we move around, and how many of us are, I think it's just going to be a little bit of a different world, and things that um, we used to be like, what, you know, will be maybe a little more normal. Hard to say. I was listening to a podcast this morning that was really, really good. It was the James Aldicher podcast, and his guest um, was talking about innovation over the uh, – innovation now, but he he's an expert on innovation in history, and so they were put, bringing that back to now. And I was fascinated by some of the stories they told. I'm going to share a couple quick ones because I think they're very interesting. Um you know, innovation is rarely seen, or things being different even, um, is rarely seen as a good thing. People are very uncomfortable with change and different ways of doing things. We're very much creatures of habit. 
and a couple of examples that were given during this podcast. Um, one of them was they were talking about elevators. And so, you know, when elevators first came out, they were actually very scary. And, um, and you think of it, it's one of the few things in the world that we get in and it's like, you know, a windowless box and it moves and you get in in one place and you get out in another and everyone stands there silently. Like it is a little bizarro world when you kind of pull back from it. But they were talking about elevators and how, you know, first of all, elevators changed. Hold on. Willow. Willow, no. My face mask is hanging on my, like, dresser knob to dry, and she just, like, jumped up and tried to bite the elastic earpiece and pull it down, um, because we walked in the rain, so it has to, I mean, good heavens, you guys, um, but they were talking about elevators and how, you know, right when elevators came out, they were very unsafe, people died in them constantly, the guy Otis, who you see their name on every elevator, really revolutionized the safety technology of elevators, but, but interestingly, you know, I learned this nugget that I thought was fascinating is in, in buildings with multiple levels back in the day, the, um, back in the day, but you know, pre elevator, safe elevator times, the wealthy people lived on the bottom floors and the less money you had, the higher up your unit was. So, um, which is for a couple of reasons. The wealthy didn't want to take the stairs, so it was easier to get in and out of a bottom floor. And uh, heat rises, so it was less comfortable on the top floors. And so to this day, in some old New York buildings, um, the uh, bottom floors will have the nicer, bigger units, and the top floors will have really small units. Um, so I thought that was really fascinating. And then they were also talking about, you know, uh, the horse and carriage era and then horseless carriages, which became cars, of course. But right when horseless carriages came out, people on horses would ride by people in horseless carriages. Now, we think right now we'd be like, oh, weren't they jealous? That was like the Tesla of like getting around at the time. The people on the horseless carriages would throw rocks at the people, or I'm sorry, the people on horses. It's hard to say both of those. The people riding horse carriages, people on horses, would throw rocks at the people in the horseless carriages and yell, get a horse. <laughs> like It was not easy adoption. And in fact, you know how we talk about with cars today, the term is horsepower, right? And of course, we all know it's because of how many horses it would have taken. But what you don't may not know, I didn't know until today, is... Um, the term was created and used because it felt like a safer entry into a horseless carriage by still comparing it to a horse. It was not because they were like, look, it's 2,000 horses. It was, it's okay, it's still a horse, right? Is that crazy? It was a really good podcast, you guys. I like, I'm not really into history. That's kind of not my like thing. But I'm very into like uh, fun facts and like did you knows and things like that. When I was a little girl, uh, I would devour books on, what was it called? It was like Freakonomics, but for kids years ago. Um, shoot, it had a kind of a catchy name. Like it was called like Unpredictables, but that's the wrong name. But it was kind of like that, Inexplainables. And like... Like, when do fish sleep and never trust a sleeping dog or never trust a quiet dog, whatever. It, 
it was like things like that. And um, so I was like the norm. Oh, wait, who's that norm? Who was the know-it-all on Cheers? I mean, whoever the know, oh, the mailman on Cheers. Cliff, I think is his name. When I was in school, you could probably picture this. I was kind of annoying because I was just this know-it-all because I read books constantly with like, crazy wacky facts about things you know like the first clock was invented in Tuscany by you know like and such weird stuff um we're going over time but I uh there's a point to this this is just a rambling one so um but there is a point to this one so we're we're you know in this place of quarantine and we're looking ahead at what this new world might look like and I want, you know, I want everyone's headspace to kind of be like, there have been so many times in history that things were one way and then they were another. And it was uncomfortable in the transition, but then we adapted and adopted. And so I feel comfortable knowing that we may have a future where face masks are not that strange to see people, especially in certain um, jobs or certain roles or certain places wearing face masks or we may live in a world where it's normal to get your temperature checked before you get on a flight you know it just I don't know what that world's going to look like but thinking about elevators and how people were scared to use them so the wealthy lived on the bottom floors for years and thinking about um, you know the horseless carriage um, and people on horses throwing rocks at them saying get a horse um, change is uncomfortable, but I think we can agree elevators are great, cars are great. Um, I think Henry Ford is the most famous for saying this, if he really said it, I don't know. But he said if we'd given people what they wanted, we would have given them a faster horse. And, um, you know, so who knows what innovation is going to come out of this time, but I think it's a really interesting time. And um, whatever the other side looks like, I think it's going to be fascinating. But, um, but be prepared for maybe some longer-term changes that might feel a little uncomfortable at the beginning. But um, just know that, like, ultimately, we always, uh, you know, we always do better. So, um, so that's our, our sip of sunshine for today is, uh, changes are probably going to be coming and change is okay. And also like, check out this guy's, let me give you, I actually want to give you the name of this guy's podcast because it was so good. Um, let me find it. I was just listening. Here it is. Jason Pfeiffer, F-E-I-F-E-R. And he's editor in chief of Entrepreneur Magazine. And he's the host of Pessimist Archive. So it's pessimist with an S. So pessimist, that's really hard to say. Pessimist, I can't say that. Pessimist Archive. It's a podcast that shows you why people resist innovation. So I think this is really cool. I'm going to start listening to this guy's podcast too. Um, and the episode I heard this on was the James Altucher Show, um, which is one of my very favorites. It's episode number 581, How to Innovate in Hard Times with Jason Pfeiffer. So uh, that's the basis for today's podcast, and thanks as always for listening, guys. Hoping for some sunshine around the corner. Please continue to follow your area's guidelines, wear a mask, stay inside, do the things. The more we all do it, the faster we'll get to the other side of this. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.